The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabeg, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. <laughs> And welcome to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I am your host, Tim. I'm a certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual. And uh, Madam Carmen, do you know which Greek philosopher had a foot fetish? Uh, uh, I know. Man, I I know the person that uh, had the idea, but I can't remember his name. But no, I don't. His name's Plato. Oh, damn it. Oh, she left. She's gone. I'm sorry. Don't come back. <laughs> or, or or maybe it was a Socrates. <laughs> That's oh. Oh, oh, my I'll God. Slap my I'm, for that. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. I'm so stupid. Why do I even have a show? I can't. <laughs> Um, okay, so enough of that stupidity from moi. Uh, let's get right into it. Uh, listeners, if you have no idea who's on, I'm going to introduce her right now. This is the one and only Madam Carvin. How are you, Madam? I'm well. How are you? You are absolutely dazzling right now in this yellow of the sun, just like bouncing off you. I am truly living. I am actually quite hot right now, and I'm getting ready to go away for the weekend so I can live my uh, cottage core, old grandma style dream of being on a rocking chair out on the lake. Uh, that is truly my vibe. I love being all by myself. Um, but yes, I. I am just like, I'm good, and I know you're good, girl. You are truly living, and I'm so happy that you uh, came into contact with me and my little tiny-ass show, and I wanted to talk to you specifically about, like, first of all, what is it that, what is it that you do, for the listeners who don't know? I do a lot. Um, well, I to sum it up, though, I consider myself a BDSM practitioner, um, more so a dom, pro-dom, if you will. Um, also a creator, um, a teacher, educator, as well as a producer, director. I love that. She is a multi-hyphenate. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, like, basically the whole kink BDSM fetish area is totes your specialty. And I'm here for it. Uh, but I want to ask first, like, how did you get into this whole uh, scene to begin with? Um, I got into it starting off as a voyeur, not even knowing that I was even a part of BDSM, even part of the lifestyle. Um, just knowing that I really was into watching people get nasty and do kinky, nasty, you know, sexy things. So mm. I enjoyed that. I actually enjoy being within that space versus just watching porn. So, right, right. 
myself into that area first and then expounded more into like domination when I was, you know, having sugar daddies here and there. So she's a fellow sugar baby. Hi, I'm a sugar baby too. Hello. (laughs) I'm still a sugar. Are you still? Oh my God. Please tell me, give me all the sweet tea about your sugar daddies. I'm curious. (laughs) Are they good? They're good to you? Yeah. They're good to you. Oh, they treat you well. They give you good advice. Mm. Yes. I think that's that's like the, the most impactful I like the fact that they can they can give me advice and um, I can learn from them. Mm. So that's I feel like, what I take away. Yeah, no, that, that's definitely like super important with like a sugar daddy where like not only are they like nice to look at and like you want a genuine connection, but also like, come on, give me some of the real, real life sustaining sugar, not just the money, but like give me something that I can work off of so I can like get the fuck out of here. Exactly. I feel that. Yeah, which is how you got to where you are right now, I bet. Like, with the advice that they've given you, like, you you being the pro-dom that you are and, like, the creator that you are, what are mm-hmm. some of the things that Sugar Daddies have said or any advice that you've gotten to get to where you are now? Um, When I created, when I had the idea for my, um, for Kinknick, um, Go For It was all I needed to hear. Like, um having the idea, presenting it, knowing that these people, um, well, these, these particular humans speak very logically, they speak money, they speak, um, business and they're very, you know, business minded. So if I'm presenting an idea, a business idea, I want it to make sense. I wanted to, you know, to actually present it to them and, and they actually like say, Hey, yeah. So, and in doing so, like I, I, I did that. And once they say, yeah, go for it. Like I could definitely see you doing this. And I'm like, really, really? And they're like, yeah, like not even wanting to add anything, not wanting to take anything away, but just wanting to see, like, see me actually do this and, and actually manifest it and actually have it happen. And it did. So it was Ooh, wonderful. I that. All of them there too. Mm, yes uh you're just manifesting your own success you're a girl boss gaslight gatekeeping your way through this whole pandemic i am here for it <laughs> uh so uh we're gonna talk about kink nick in a little bit but uh, first i want to get more into like um what it means to be uh dominant in the bedroom because uh previously had an episode all about this but we didn't get into too much detail so i want to get your take on uh domination like what does it mean to be a dominant uh, person in the bedroom or outside of the bedroom? However you want to spin it. Channeling, channeling your inner, your inner dominance. I always tell people um, there's, there's, there's a, a ounce of dominance um, within most of us and channeling that actually tapping into that dominance, knowing that you can take, that you can take charge. And that's not just it, but also knowing that you can have, you can hold the responsibility of the room and the space that you're in and the person that is in the room or persons that are in the room. So knowing that you can, you can take on all of that responsibility as well as yourself and your accountability to the scene and to the situation. And like, I feel like you can have some fun. Like Mm, as long as you know that you can do all of that, and still maintain like autonomy and still maintain your sensuality, your sexuality, um, um, your sadism, if you will, like still being able to maintain all of those within the bedroom, 
and still and without losing sight of anything still like for example using like performing impact place banking um but using a flogger knowing how to use this flogger and knowing how the people in within that space is going to react to it and knowing if that's a space for you to be able to use the flog all of those things like cha- like help channel and like hone in on that dominance in that yeah. bedroom because shit can go down south real quick when it comes to something like that like if you're just pretending to be a dom like honey you think you're so cute you have to know you have to be a so you have you have to be very much aware of what's going on in your surroundings and the people that like i said that are in that space if i have if i have three submissives in a space that's a lot of energy not just mine and you oh i'm I'm a dom. I got three people under me in this room. Yeah, but what if one of those one of those people feel left out? What if the other person doesn't like the other person? What if the other person is hungry? Like, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna figure all that? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, it's still be able to like maintain like <laughs> your dominance. Yeah, you're gonna have to have like six nipples on you. Holy shit! <laughs> Everybody come to mama and suck all my titties. That's what I'm saying. Like, what's going on? Like, people. That's what I'm saying. That being able to say that you can actually be in this role, lit, like channeling, channel it. I just that's mm-hmm. a challenge for people to be able to do. I want to mm-hmm. see you tap into that dominance. I want to see you take control of the situation. Take control of the over understanding that you, the, of the boundaries that people have given you, of uh, the kinks that they've given you, and you're actually still like able to navigate through that. If I say, I only want you to, to I only want you to play with my feet. Like, and if you're not a part of it, like if that's not something that you want to do, then you gotta like, you have to learn how to navigate through that saying, yes, this is not something that I want to do. Or maybe I could try and expound upon this, but like knowing these limits and boundaries and your kinks and stuff that's important right right and also like i wish that this was taught in some sort of school in like a professional setting because i'm pretty sure that you didn't just like wake up one day and just have all of the dom knowledge that you have right now right so this is yeah experience trial and error this is all also like being mentored myself I'm not going to necessarily, it's funny because people always ask me, is there like a university, like a Dame university or something of that nature? Did I go to like a Dame university? There is a lot of people who actually teach and train and mentor. And it all depends. I I myself do that, but it all depends on what you see, how you see yourself. You know, I'm more spiritually inclined um, when it comes to my dominance. I'm also very much, I'm a, sen- I'm a sensual sadist. I'm not just completely a sadist. So if you're coming over here waiting to just whoop and whoop and wail on asses all day long, I may can get you to a certain point, but then after that, you're going to have to go to someone else because <laughs> I could be that. Like, I don't have time. Like, that's another way that you channel your dominance is knowing what you can take and what you can't what you can handle and what you can't handle. I mean, what you can and cannot handle, like, period. So um, there are people who, there are uh, other practitioners um, who actually train, mentor, hold um, spaces for um, these types of, um, like, educational resources. So, uh, Would you consider yourself that kind of a mentor? Yes, Definitely. Definitely, mm. a lot of I had a, a a few a few 
um, vagina owners mostly, but I have had penis owners too that I have trained and I, and I'm currently training now. <laughs> what fun. Mentoring, I would say. I wouldn't necessarily just say train because it's more so just a mentor. I can't really train you to be a dom. I can only <laughs> mentor you into learning how to navigate through your dominance. What are some of the things on your syllabus for being a dom? How to learning how to understand when someone says no and someone says yes. Learning about consent. I think that's the most important thing. Learning not to take a take advantage um, um, of someone and learning not to take advantage of your dominance in a situation. Um, and just being aware, just overall, just like I said, being aware of the people that you're dealing with, because whoever you're dealing with is everybody's different. All of your submissive, if you have, um, they had the red flag, um, like a trend on Twitter yesterday. And I was thinking about making a, a trend for someone saying they had 25 subs. Like how, like it's so many people, how? How do you have huh? that many people? Like, I can understand if you have like financial subs, like fi- like if you're a financial dom, that's a whole different ballgame. But like fem dom, like actual like like DS dynamics, that is twenty five. I'm sure people can do it, but like that's a lot of personalities. Like that's a lot of like behavioral corrections. Like that's a lot of training. Like, you actually have to train your subs and to how you, to your dominance, like to your role as dominance. Like they don't, they can have been a sub to someone else that have, has a whole totally different like um, infrastructure of their dominance. So like all of that stuff, that stuff plays a role in this. Have you ever been in a room where you've been the only dom and you've been surrounded by subs? I wish. (laughs) Like, I mean, in spaces that I've created for myself, yeah, like spaces for kinknick, um, scenes, like, yeah, I've been in those spaces. But like, if you're saying like 50 submissives and I'm the only Dom, 100 submissives and I'm, I wish. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Holy that's shit. a lot of energy, though. Yeah. That's I just want to of- see what they will do, though. But but also not all will submit. That's another thing though about submissives. Like submissives aren't submissive to every body. Just because I'm cute and I got this yellow on, and you know what I'm saying my my titties is popping right now. Don't mean <laughs> they are. Me. Submit to me, you know. Like that's that's not what that means. It like none of this can mean I could be completely like we cannot get along at all. You know what I'm saying? Or you looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, Oh wait, you're too nice. Or I need someone a little bit more stern or, you know, I need someone a little bit more masculine or whatever the case may be, whatever, however, that's why it's, it's, it's always important to kind of find your, your, your match. You just right, can't be right. okay. like, can I be, can I be your sub? Cause how do you know you want to be my sub? I may have you doing some shit that you don't want to do. Mm, because not every sub and dom just because you're like you know the the puzzle piece of being a sub and dom does not mean that those two pieces are necessarily going to fit together like not every top is gonna be able to fuck my bottom because i have a gorilla grip of an asshole thank you um you know i've cut off some circulation from some guy's penises because she does her kegels thank you yeah oh my gosh i'm (laughs) your jaw just dropped 
Like yeah. I'm so visual. I just my whole I'm oh my god, fireworks right here right now. I fucking love that. My gorilla grip of an asshole girl. This uh, one guy was begging me to like let go. I'm like, no, it's mine. Give it. I want it. He's like, nah. and then he came inside and I'm like, all right, you've had your thing. So like, I can be a bottom and a dominant. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like you're a dom bottom. Yes. Uh, the same way I can be a sub top. I can be a dom top. Uh, she's versatile. She's gone through it Ooh. all. Mm-hmm. I, love that. I know. I love that for me too. But like at the cost of what my anal fissures right now, as we're recording this, um, <laughs> Oh my god! And it's so funny because I'm over here preparing for like this anal training, like um, <laughs> going for Exotica, and like you over here talking about anal fissures and shit. I hope no nobody asks me about them. <laughs> Girl, don't ask. Don't ask. It feels like I'm shitting razors. Oh, it hurts so bad. Oh my god. Uh, and honestly, it was my fault because I forgot to tell him to use the lube that I wanted. Instead, he used massage oil, which is not going to go well in my asshole. But <sighs> lesson learned. Mm. Oil? Mm. So he used massage oil? Massage oil. He used because uh, I was fucking my massage <laughs> therapist, right? Oh, so, well, yeah. I mean, that means I know. convenience. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Yeah, and like, literally, not even like a, a place that's meant for happy endings, but it was an actual massage clinic. And he was getting the vibes. I was getting the vibes. And then, you know how you're like face down on the table and then you kind of just like your hands are up <laughs> out of nowhere. Like- yeah, out of nowhere. I just feel a fresh, hot dick right onto my palm. And I'm like, oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> so what kind but of lube do you use? I use silicone. I love silicone because it lasts so good. Mm. Like Uber Lube. I love me some Uber Lube. Um, this daddy that I'm fucking who actually owns the place that I'm going to this weekend, uh, he uses coconut oil, which I love too. Mm. That's mm. what I love. Please. Coconut oil? Yes, that's what I, that's mm. my goal. Yeah. Oh, it's so hot. Not oil so silicone, but like water-based when I'm using certain specific, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My- also because like water-based helps with like, you know, clean up afterwards because my sheets are expensive. Silicone doesn't wash that shit off as Not easy as well. Mm. Yeah, Not no. easy. <laughs> oh, my God. And but like. That's the coconut oil, though, it. That can be washed. It may look like it won't, but it definitely will. And just the way it like smells and the way it looks like cum too. Uh, Yeah. Oh, if you were, if you're, it, yeah, it gets really creamy. I love it. Yeah. Oh, creamy. I can't wait to get creamed. You should, you should try, um, like I, I refrigerate coconut like bars. Like I make my own like coconut bars with like little shapes. So you can make like a penis shaped coconut bar. (gasps) And like, put it in the refrigerator. It's gonna be cold, and like, fuck your ass with it. Like, or like afterwards, it's a great cool down for temperature play. You welcome. You welcome. I owe you my firstborn if I ever have one. Um, (laughs) That is the hottest thing ever. Okay, I'm definitely gonna go get me some cocoa oil and like freeze it. 
and just molded into a dick. I got dick molds. I got everything. See? Uh, Richard That's agrees. You're going to have little mini ones. Little, little mini, mini ones. Little, little mini Richards. Yes, little right, mini Richard? Richards. Little yeah, dicks. Look. Little dickies. Little dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I am definitely going to ask uh, the next top to be like, okay, give me one of those little dicks and just like draw some coconut design on me. Draw a little flower and then like lick it off. Oh, look it. I'm horny. I'm so horny right now. I've been and not just because I'm talking to you. Not just because I'm talking to you. Like, Madam, Madam, Madam Carmen, like, you are so fucking hot. Like, I wish people could see this. But, like, you are absolutely gorgeous. And, like, I can see why you're a dom. It's because, like, you got those piercing eyes. Like, when you look at someone, it's like, you're mine. And I'm like, yes. That's oh. not, this is the first time I've heard this. So... Thank you. I appreciate it. Girl, that. you're absolutely gorgeous. Like, honestly, I wish, like, the pandemic could end and then we can hang out. We'll fuck a bunch of guys together. We'll paint the town red. Come through. Just let me. I'm ready. Like, <laughs> bags are packed. Always. Bags are packed. Exactly. Like, I have my luggage here and everything. Coconut ready to oil, go. Everything's packed. I'm ready. Yeah. My dildos, my uh, douches. Uh, we're all good. We're all good. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. Hello, all my little sluts. It's me, Mama Slut. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. I just wanted to hop on here real quick to let you in on a sexy little deal. Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me, 25% off. And cherry on top. Free shipping, oh my god. <laughs> I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me. And girl, I'm wearing it right now. I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there. And I'm on the train. I'm just like, uh, 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 thank you, Dale. <laughs> That's dalecuda.com with the code SEXEDWITHTIM for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping. With a deal like that, I swear I could come buckets, honey. <laughs> hey, you disgusting pervs. We all like sex toys, right? Nipple clamps, vibrators, masturbators, oh my. Good For Her has one of the best selection of sex toys, learning resources, online workshops, and gender expression materials you can't find anywhere else. Go to goodforher.com and use code SEXEDWITHTIM10 for 10% off your purchase of any of the toys bought online. That's G-O-O-D-F-O-R-H-E-R.com and the code S-E-X-E-D-W-I-T-H-T-I-M-1-0 at checkout for 10% off your purchase of any of the toys bought online. And they ship worldwide. Trans-inclusive, feminist, and pleasure-focused, Good For Her has been doing the Lord's work since 1997, bringing you everything you need to get that... Uh... 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 The show is about to begin. Yes. 
uh, more on to like the whole Dom thing, uh, because I get a specific energy from you, which is like this sort of confidence, this, uh, I, I want to call it extroversion a little bit, but I don't know if that's kind of a misnomer when it comes to talking about specific personality types that are more inclined to being dominant. So I was wondering from your experience, does it take a specific person to become dominant? A dominant person. i mean (laughs) but like i'm pretty sure that the ceo of the next big bank can't be a dominant because i know i've slept with them and i can blackmail them but because um, they're already dominant somewhere else where are you going to be dominant at so we have so many roles that we play in life you mean dominant and the the, like the what do we need to survive you know food we need shelter we need water Who's dominating what? Who's controlling what avenue stream of whatever it is that we need, right? Can you take can you take control of that? Can you take di- like can you give direction and can you can you take direction like as a dominant? Like can you can you do that? Can you do that? Like and mm-hmm. not take like and not take it personally, not getting your feelings about it if someone like constructively criticizes however you are, like like that's what I mean. So of course, me being a dominant, I have have had several, I don't know, many um, submissive who were in very high hierarchy positions in their in their in their careers, whether they're CEOs or owners or they're lawyers, whatever, doctors, um, and a lot of them, which most of them have in common, is being in that leadership role and not and not being able to have a place to be able to release that sit that down where are you gonna put all that weight like you literally going to work to this like you know 50 foot you know floor i mean 50 story building and like you're at the top of this mug and all these people answering you know what i'm saying to you and you're like giving them all these orders and direction then you gotta go home and your wife is like what do i do how do i fuck you what do i do what are the like and then the kids are doing the same thing like where the hell all this weight where are you gonna do with all of this what you're going to do you're just going to just sit in in your bed and then you just jack off to fucking videos of me and like, you know, <laughs> wishing that you could like, you know, somebody can tell you what the fuck to do. That's literally what the fuck the problem is. That's where that. So they're dominant. They're in these dominant roles, but like they need to release that. They just need mm. to submit to someone. They need someone to just they want to just take over. They want somebody else to take over the wheel. And that's right. why we talk about we talk about dom sub like roles. It's just more. It's just the power dynamics. It's the exchange of that power, and they just want to get that power and they want to get it off of them. Just even if it's for an hour, two hours, six hours, twelve hours in a cage, they just want to sit there with latex on, with a mask on, and if they just want to sit there and rock, while you spit at them or piss on them and call them bitches and 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 you know little sissy ass punks like. That's what they need to psychologically get them back straight before they go back to work. Before someone saying, John or Mr. So-and-so, we need your help. And then, you know, your wife's calling you, did you bring the spaghetti home? You know, Billy wants you to go to the soccer practice. All of these different things are going on in this person's life. And they can't come and tell their wife and be like, I need this. I need you to like, just take over this. They, you know, they don't do that. So they always come to me. Because there's a specific like uh, energy imbalance when it comes to being like in a position of power outside of the bedroom, and then there's just no way to counteract that, and you just become so overwhelmed with like giving commands and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. 
I I would agree that like you kind of need to be like to relinquish that power and give that control to someone else, which is where mm-hmm. you come in, right? Like yeah. where where uh, you get to call them little sissy ass punks, you little fucking bitch, you good for nothing <laughs> piece of shit. I'm like, oh my god, those are all of my turn on words right now. Uh, call yeah. me your little cum dump. Oh, you little cum god. bucket. Oh. Oh, oh, I just came. I just came. I'll tip you. Oh. Um, <laughs> now don't no. don't come for me. They mine. When you when you come, it belongs to me all the time. Wait, I want to confirm something. So just because you're a dom, does that mean that like whenever you're engaging in scenes and everything, does that always mean sexual intercourse or like not all the time? No, people literally can come and just stare at me. (laughs) (laughs) And I just call call little punk ass bitches and tell them to go about their mighty way. (laughs) Sit down. Uh, Kneel. Sit down. Be humble. Stare at me. Close your eyes. Okay, we're gonna do this for five minutes. Now I'm gonna tell you open your eyes and piss all over you. Then tell you close your eyes. (laughs) Then tell you to open your eyes. Then tell you go about your mighty way. Nothing sexual happened. You probably got to see my vagina, but that's pretty much it. Right. Right. Okay. Wow. Hot. Okay, because there's this uh, kink called closed female naked male right i'm aware of that clothed female naked male so like you've got all the leather and the harnesses and the toys and everything while you've got this little bitch ass of a sub in a fucking diaper for all we care no he's right? fucking yes yeah, naked pathetically naked mm, my god i love nothing more than seeing pathetic men just like beg me to fuck them and i don't give them the satisfaction. You will wear this chastity cage for the rest of your goddamn pathetic life. I don't even, you don't even need to have a chastity cage, which is by the time, also, by the way, to this month is October, by the way. But you don't even need that with me because honestly, psychologically, you're not going to touch yourself if I don't want you to touch yourself. Ooh. You're not. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's where the sensual sadism comes from then, huh? Exactly. So, like, I'm not just a complete just sadist, sadist. Like, I'm just, I'm not just completely, utterly, solely a sadistic. There is some sensuality to me. There is some intimacy to what I, what it is I do. There is some eroticism to what it is that I do. Like, I like to be able to provide all of that. Hell yeah, there are scenes that was just solely a sadistic. There are scenes where I'm just solely um, inflicting more pain than anything. Or inflicting more uh, pressure, if you will, on 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 them than anything. So, like, I've learned, I learned through my own experiences that that's what I like. I enjoy. I was tired of trying to pretend when I was young, try like establishing myself as a dom, and knowing that I have this dominance, but like knowing what levels and boundaries there are for me when I'm actually interacting with humans. So. So like, for example, I would, I would, I would spank someone and then like rub them. That's cool. But then I'm like, are you okay? You're good. Cool. Like, (laughs) I I like, but like, but then I'm going in again, but then I was tired of asking like, are you okay? Are you good? Like I'm doing my check-ins, what we're supposed to do, 
But it was so often that they're like, I need you to be more aggressive. Like, can you just the next next time our next scene, can you just throw me all over the place and don't say anything? Because they, they I was so much into like, woo, 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 Band-Aid. Like, are you good? But it was because like, I think a lot of it plays, comes uh, a lot of trauma of being a person of color plays a role in that. And knowing that you're inflicting pain on someone and there has always been consequences to that for people of color, you know what I'm saying? Specifically black people. So like when we're talking about like, if I'm hitting someone and I'm smacking them, I need to make sure that they're good before they leave. And they're like, she hit me. I changed my mind. You know, like whatever the case. So I'm like, are you good? We're good. Now it's to a point to where like I lay all of that stuff out. That's why we always go through our protocols of negotiation and vetting and and discussing our consent and, and our boundaries and stuff. It's because I need to let you know, like, I'm not, I'm just going to do me. I'm not going to check, like, I'm going to check in, but I'm not going to be, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? It's more so like, you should already know that this is what I'm going to be doing. Now you know what to expect. I'm going to give you levels of what it is, what it is that I do and where I can go with that. You know, if you don't want, if you don't want to be extremely heavily spanked, we're going to talk about that. So like, what do you like? Let me know. Let me, let me feel, let me, let me spank you a little bit so you can tell me no, yes, maybe whatever. I need to know those things. So then I don't have to do too much of the, are you good? You sure that I didn't hit you that hard? Like, <laughs> cause that like, shit I is exhausting. Ugh. Ugh. Like <laughs> I wanted to just enjoy myself. Like, but you get used to it when, especially when you have like, you know, submissives that you actually own. Like you have your play partners and your fetishes that you play with and you're establishing, you know, um, you know, relationships with and boundaries with, but then those are those people that you've actually like own. And I actually am, I actually own subs. So there's a, there's like a couple of my subs that like have been in my life for over five years that I know their levels but I still have to check in, but I still like, I know, I know their levels. I know where I can go, where I can't go, how far, how in depth. So like we can play, we can have fun. I can, I can bust into their house and well on her ass all I want. And I know where I can, like when I'm supposed to stop, you know? So. That's hot. That's hot. So that's where the sensual part of sensual sadism comes in, right? It's just like this yeah. genuine, like care of like, you, you want to hurt them, but like, not like fucking damage them to the ER type of. Exactly. <laughs> there are some sadists and masochists who enjoy that type of dynamic. I don't, I'm, I don't want to be sitting at the ER with you and you're smiling at me. Like I enjoyed this. I don't, I don't, unless we just had like a fucking accident. That's cool. But like, I don't, I've, I know I have Dom, Dame friends that have like, have told me stories about stuff like that. have actually <gasps> hurt someone, but they enjoy it. That's what they wanted. They signed up for it, but like they're enjoying it. And they're all smiling and laughing about this shit after they're putting bandages on. I'm good. I don't want that. That's not me. And mm-hmm, that's just mm-hmm. my, personal, that's my personal, like, you know, that's way I like. Yes, that's my flavor. That's the way I like to kink. So, mm-hmm. same you know. here. Like, yeah, I, I understand. Like, you know, I'm not gonna yuck anyone's yum, but it still does kind of make my brain go, huh? When somebody likes to get the physical damage, because I once had a client back when I was escorting who asked me for blood play, and my my head just went, hmm. 
like like you know when a dog tilts their head when they hear something confusing um it's just like I, I, help me put together why it is that you want to be hurt so badly did daddy leave you huh so you, did your alcoholic you mom leave <laughs> you can't ask that because those are probably one of the reasons why like unless they they actually probably could be those reasons like people people utilize bdsm to be able to help cope with those types of situations and navigate through uh, traumas and, and, and find, finding healing properties within this, um, this lifestyle has been like fucking amazing for me. So like knowing, that's why I said like, that's why I'm saying it's trauma induced that I have to check in like that so much. Whereas you're saying like, like yucking someone's yum, you don't want to yuck someone's yum, but that, that could be yucking someone's yum. Me going, are you okay? You okay? And he's like, oh, can you just... Like hit me, like I need, I don't need you to ask me if I'm okay, you know. And that can, <laughs> that can throw off a dynamic. Like you want to be able to. That's why it's important. I said it's, that's why it's important to negotiate and like actually have that that dialogue. And before you guys play, because you don't fucking know, you don't know. <laughs> so you, I want to make sure that if someone usually is in blood play, I've met people who who are into blood play because they channel um, vampirism or people who are into blood play because they have low iron themselves and like they actually like to induce blood. Um, there are people who are into blood play because they like to use it artistically, like draw with it, be artistic with blood. Um, I'm a, I am a, a person who has a menstrual cycle. So I don't, I'm not into blood play on that level of with my, with my, with my play partners, like my submissives, if you will. But like, I am also queer. So like I have a partner that has a vagina and we have dabbled in that. So like um, it, it just really depends on like the levels of what you're talking about versus like what it is that they want to do. Like, I mean, I mean what, what, what they're like, where that comes from, like the foundation of like where that comes from. People can just want to explore things, but there is like, sometimes there is a backstory to, most times there's a backstory to why they want to participate in that. They may not even know why. They may not even know. There are people that are into feet and they're like, I don't know why I'm into feet. I just fucking love them. You know, but it could have been because like they used to watch their mom try on shoes and shit at the store all the time. They don't know. But you have to kind of, that's the reason why BDSM is fun because you, you're learning that process of yourself, of your identity, of who you are through this fucking lifestyle, through meeting people who are into the same things you're into. I don't know where my brain is going right now, but like I just pictured a vampire <laughs> using a tampon as a tea bag to make Sunday afternoon tea. I don't know why I pictured that. Maybe because it's like <laughs> maybe because we're recording this during spooky season. But like I don't know why my brain went there when you're talking about blood play like that. You said vampire, I so I can see that like animated t-shirt. You know. Just add a little bit of agave with your tampon tea. Um. <laughs> I literally just got an email recently. Just I think it was like yesterday or two days ago. Somebody just asked me, do I like sell used products? And I was like, yeah. But they was like, do you sell used tampons? I don't even use tampons. But like, I was like, it, eh? well, I use, dick, I use my Diva cup. I use okay. the cup. Yeah. Yeah. But free balling too sometimes. <laughs> um, let it go let it flow exactly um but yeah um 
I don't, I've never, when they, I've never been asked that specific. I've always been asked for like used toys, used like articles of clothing, but never like used like sanitary, sanitary items. Hey, hey, you know what? That shit can be lucrative. Like, like you gotta, like you can't kink shame people. Just, you just know your own kinks and you stay within your own lane. You know, if you want to expound and explore, that is up to you and your discretion, but you can't judge when you're doing that. That's what I always Mm -hmm. tell people. You can't just Mm -hmm. go into a different space because you're so used to how you've been kinking that you see other people kinking a certain way. And you go over there and you're like, what are y'all doing? This is disgusting. What are y'all? You can't do that because somebody can say the same thing about yours, even if you just think you just, I like feet or like, I like lips. That's a kink. That's a fetish. But people can think you're weird by staring at their mouth. You know, <laughs> um, so I once I just, had a guy slide in my DMs ask for a picture of my tonsils, literally my tonsils. I'm like, uh, I don't even know if I have a camera that can like go down that far. That's a definite fetish. Like, oh my god, yeah. I just got. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> one of my um, actually, you know what? One of my kinks that I have yet to pursue is to get fucked in the graveyard. And people like they they like their eyes. They're like, "Huh, that's a little weird, Tim." I'm like, "It's the only thing I haven't done yet." <laughs> I think it's because I have this thing with like the supernatural and like the afterlife that I just want to get over it. I'm like, I just want to get doggy style railed to death inside a tomb or something, you know, <laughs> just so I can like get it over with. Ooh, I well, it depends on who I'm. Who I'm? I would have to be on somebody's tomb specific. <laughs> that I know, like, aligns with what it is I'm trying to do. Like a, 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 a late sex worker or someone that was in the industry, someone that had, like, that had, like, sick, like high sex drive or something. You or, know, like, for me, it would have to be specifically, it has to be specifically above the grave of my dead ex-boyfriend. Is that a little fucked up? Oh, I'm not going to judge. <laughs> <laughs> you said my dead ex-boyfriend. Depends on what, why he's your ex. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, well, that's a story for another time. But um, yes, that's literally like my fantasy to get railed to death until like my eyes roll to the back of my head while I'm getting fucked right above the grave of my dead ex-boyfriend. That's if his grave is still there. I don't well, know if anyone's going to Are you going to fuck my like, like, your husband? I would love that. Or his, uh, one of his former lovers. That'd be great. That? I fucked everyone in the entire greater Toronto area. So whatever. That's me. I don't know why I have a fetish for like fucking other people's like partners. If I like, if That's I know that you don't like your partner, you can't tell me that. And um, it's weird. I don't do it anymore. I'm, young. I'm older now. And now everybody's like, I'm not attracted to everybody like that. But I would just, I don't know. If you was like, he got my fucking nerves and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just sitting here like, if I didn't know them, if I don't know the person. Mm. But older now. Right, a, right. I, I play, older, I wiser. We're still a bunch of sluts, though. Mm. <laughs> I love mm. it. Because I am. <laughs> Girl, you and me both. I it sometimes on my Twitter. Sometimes on my Twitter, I channel it. Like, sometimes I'll like, you know talk about things that I want to do that that are, that may may or may not be dominant you know your twitter is hot i saw i think 
I saw this video of you like shoving this big ass dildo. I think it was like at least I don't know the size of a social distancing circle. Like <laughs> it was massive. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, I can brag about being a hand puppet that I can be a guest star on Sesame Street and just like Jim Henson shows this entire thing and moves my mouth. But girl, that video, I was like, "Mm, I got competition. Damn. I got to warm up. (laughs) That was impressive. Holy shit. I slang dick. Let me know when you're ready. (laughs) I slang Look at you blushing and shit. <laughs> oh, drag me. Oh, my God. I, uh, I'm i so out of practice. I haven't been fisted or taken dick that huge in such a long time. I'm a fraud. I'm a fraud. Oh, my God. But that was truly one of the most impressive Twitter porn videos I've ever seen. Anyone listening to this, please go to Madam Carmen's Twitter. I will put it in the show notes. Make sure you tip. Um, damn. <laughs> Holy fuck. I'm just, I'm hot again. Um, <laughs> I can't. It was impressive. Girl, I am just in awe and in shock. <laughs> well, thank you. I've been doing this for a little minute now, like for a little while now. Yeah, for a hot minute. Um, but, a uh, hot- but a hot minute. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, so rewinding back just a little bit, um, because uh, we're, we're, I just want to talk about uh, kink just a little bit more, um, because I feel that from an outsider's perspective, when people see people like you and me engaging in kinks and scenes, they're not going to know what's kind of like behind the scenes of our brains. So what is it about kink and fetishes and BDSM or whatever that you think is so healing? What is the curative and the healing powers of engaging in that type of sexual or non-sexual play whatsoever? The judge-free zone, the no kink shaming, the consent. There's no con- there's uh, there's no play without consent. Um, there are so many as freeing as BDSM is, the lifestyle is. There's so many of these have like those like rules that have like been like like um, put it on the foundation of, of BDSM that helps it stay as free as it is. So if I go into a space and I'm like, Hey, can I touch you? It's, it's arousing first off, because I ask you, you know, Hey, can I touch you? Versus just being like, Hey, what's good. You sexy. What's good. Like, and, and, and violating someone's personal space. And that could be a, like it could be trauma induced. So that's why it makes what makes it so healing because it, it gives people the it gives people the the right to have a voice to actually speak on what it is that they're receiving and what it is that their that their autonomy needs and wants and desires. Control. Literally, you can have control over it. I could, there are submissives that literally DM me with a story of what they want they seen to look like. It's like a ten page like essay, essay. footnotes, uh, work cited list. I would love for you with with pictures, with references. Like I would love for you to wear what you had on in this picture, like on on OnlyFans. Like, and I love how you pose like this. So it was pictures of me, 
like posing in certain ways with my pussy out and my dick out or whatever. And they're like, Ooh, make sure your feet are like this. Or, you know, they're very specific how they want their scenes to go. Like uh, it's even with role play scenes, especially with role play scenes, there are so many, like there are so many, I call them gents or Johns that like are submissives or bottoms um, that actually like, want to reenact scenes that they've actually probably seen on porn that they've actually lived out when they, when they were in their youth and they want to be, they want to feel more empowered by that. So channeling, um, having a teacher pop you on your hand and like feeling like feeling like weak in that moment, you know, you being, you know, maybe a, a 14 year old boy feeling like reeking of, 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 of puberty. And like, she's like, bent over with her breast out, like popping your hand. And now you're older. Like, I don't care if she's old. I would have bent her over and fucked her. Now they want to live that shit out. You know what I'm saying? Or she could have bent me over and fucked me. Like however they wanted to live that out, they can live that shit out now. Like they literally can like say, Hey, you look just like my old teacher. I would love you are Dom too. Like, this is great. Like, can we like consensually and like learning each other's boundaries? I can tell them, no, I will not wear yellow or no, I don't wear bras or no, you cannot touch my vagina or I, like, I don't do that. Like, or what can I do to you? Or what, you know, we have to start ne negotiating the whole scene. And if you actually properly do all of these procedures and these protocols and you actually implement everything, you can live out the fucking scenes of your life, your dreams and fucking that shit is like something that you'll never forget. It'd be fucking unforgettable. Like, it's liberating. Oh. my life. I live that. Literally. Oh. Somebody, like, there are scenes that I can, I, I, I am in. Someone asks me, can you, can I come over and spank? Can I come over and get some spanks? Like, we've, that's like, that's the part of it. But then when we get here, I'm like, so what do you want me to use? I got all this stuff. What do you want? Go pick out what you want. You pick it out. You want me to, you want to spank? You want me to spank you? I'm topping. I'm Dom. I'm going to be in control of the situation, but I need you to be in control of what it is that I'm doing to you. So you can be aware and you can have, uh, you can play a role in this too. So if you're like, I want you to hit me with this flogger and with this crop, I don't want to be touched by any of these other things. Cool. So if I touch with any of these other things, I don't fucked up. Even if I add one little thing and it looks like the crop that I was using. If I, if you didn't bring that to me or you didn't say, this is what I want to use on my body want you to use on my body, then I won't use it. So I, you shouldn't, you, you shouldn't be using it. But like, oh. that's, it's just, it's beautiful, isn't it? It truly is. Like, can I hire you to slap me with a slipper just like how my mom used to punish me when I was a little kid? Oh my God. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's like, that's the exchange for me. It's like, it's so erotic. I, it, that turns me on when people do that. When you just ask something like that, like, I'm like, oh, I melt. Cause I mm. love that. You know, call me a bad boy. Tell me that I'm getting these slaps because I failed at math or something. Like I didn't submit my algebra homework. See? And just like remind me of the the punishment that my Filipino Catholic mom gave me when I was a kid, just so I can feel something again. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta feel it. You're gonna feel it. You may who's mm. saying that, but if I do that and then you turn around, you'd be like, Mom, I'm so so oh fuck. <laughs> like oh. Like, you know, literally, that's some real shit. That's what I mean when I say you've got to be careful. You know, don't play with that fire unless you're ready to get burned a little bit. You mm -hmm. want to test the waters. But that shit has happened to people before. 
or you really want to get into a scene and you want to channel something, you're like, hell yeah, I want to get over this. You know, my daddy used to, used to slap me in my face. So I want you to slap me around. As soon as I slap you in your face and I'm like, all right, call me daddy, bitch. And I'm slapping you around and you close your eyes and you're like, I'm so sorry. You start crying. Like we have to cut scene, you know, because now I have to figure out what's going on. Or you can say, keep stopping me. I'm okay. You got to give me some type of consent, even if you are crying. If that's a release for you, you got to say something because I'm going to check in and be like, hey, um, you good? You call me. And, and, and sometimes that can be triggering to the top. Like, I don't want to, some, some doms don't want to, or some tops don't want to be like, for, like for inflicting pain on someone that's already like, like this, you know? Right. Nobody. Top rights. Come on. Tops got feelings too. Come on. <laughs> Tops have feelings too. We have emotions. We don't just like hitting on people. <laughs> we got emotions too, you know. <laughs> we do. We still enjoy. I still enjoy like spanking on some asses and welling on some asses and mm. scripting on some thighs, right. scripting on some faces. I still enjoy mm. all of that. So the fantasy. Oh my god, you truly are just living people's fantasies. But um speaking of fantasies, let's talk Kink Nick. First of all, I love a palindrome. Oh my god, Kink Nick. Um uh, tell our audience right now, what is Kink Nick? Kink Nick is a movement. It's beyond me now, it's bigger than me now, but it's it was an idea. Me. It's way above me. Um, but it was an ideal that I had for an event and I wanted to have reoccurring kink events and, um, and spaces, holding spaces for people who were like me, um, queer people of color, people who, who want to, who are either uh, kinky curious or who actually have been established within this lifestyle. I wanted to have space for that. We don't have a space for that. A lot of these spaces were more so like, uh, dominated more so by uh, non-POC. So it, it we couldn't align with, like I said, those traumas. If they're like, oh yeah, you know, put me on this cross and beat me. We're over here like, what you, what you mean? They're really gentrifying porn out here? Come on. Come on. You're gentrified. What are you saying? Mm. But like overall, like it, it became something, it became something way, like I said, way beyond me and deeper. And now we have like an extended little baby called Kinknick Media that like is manifesting into something amazing as well. But um, but yeah, Kinknick holds space, holds space for education, holds space for demonstration, holds space for play spaces for people to be able to engage. So I love that. So um, what are some of the things that we can see on Kinknick Media that we can't normally see anywhere else? Kinky porn, people with vaginas eating booties. Oh. That's not often. <laughs> I love a good booty eating. Oh my God, just really eat my ass after I have not wiped, please. <laughs> you sound I love like that. me. Oh, so you hot. Are like, your tongue is the tissue. Yeah, that is I'm not going to waste money on fucking like tissue paper when I got your perfectly well-lubed tongue. It's right there I'm and it's free. I'm definitely adding that to the Kink Nick merch. Your tongue is the tissue. <laughs> Keep all I'm the royalties. Definitely. It's all yours. Take it. Oh, my God. 
I see you typing yeah. it right now. Your tongue is a tissue. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Your tongue yes. is a tissue. Your face is the chair. Uh, your, what is it? Your butthole is my bracelet. Something like that. <laughs> your, oh, I was going to say something. Your winker is, your stinker is my winker. <laughs> <laughs> Your stinker is my winker, and I'm gonna get myself an eye pink or I don't know. That's a. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! Stinker make my eye pinker. Oh my god! The amount of pink I have had from some guy accidentally farting in my face while I was rimming him. Come on, you couldn't hold it in, or at least give me a heads up. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to stretch. You got to real stretch. Uh, like, I felt like, you know, that scene in Indiana Jones where, like, they opened the Ark of the Covenant and, like, the face just burns off? Yeah, felt like that. I was just like, ugh, come on. Uh, what is that, sushi and shepherd's pie? Ugh. There's a there's a show that I've, I've watched. I've been, I, I, think, I guess I finished it. I think it's only, like, maybe one season. And it's on uh, HBO Max. I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's about this porn star and she ended up getting like chlamydia in her eye because of her lash because somebody came in her eye and she kept putting the same lash on, like literally, and then took the lash off and her daughter ended up fucking putting them on. Her daughter ended up getting fucking chlamydia in the eye too. Like, I... And she kept telling her daughter... You may need to stop fucking wearing my lashes, bro. You know what I do for a living. Like her daughter's like, you fuck you. I'm gonna wear your lashes. And then her daughter's eye ended up being like a whole pink ass donut. It looked like a whole like gaped asshole on her eye. Like oh. it was horrible. Oh. oh my god. Is that really like a <laughs> what we can see on the kink thing though? That shit was like I, oh. I oh my god. <laughs> Wasn't there like a celebrity that said that he got throat cancer from eating his wife's like dirty pussy? Was it Michael Douglas that said that? I don't know. Something like that. You can't probably I don't know. He was probably being stupid. Like really? Really? Because the pussy is self-cleaning. So I'm confused. Exactly. Yeah. So I I, I, self-cleaning? No. mm -mm. So who gave what who what? Mm Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm trying to figure it's out. It's those old white Did men that never know anything. Dirty with your inflamed mouth, infected mouth. Uh, Blamed uh, her? Mm, mm, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. No, no. It's always the white guy. It's always the old white guy. Ugh, gross. Ugh, nasty. Um, but uh, <laughs> enough about that. I, I just want to cover Kink Nick a little bit more. Um, uh, what? is some of the content that we can see beyond like um i don't know kink because kink is in the name right like right. what are some of the special premium style things that people can expect from kink nick um ethical ethical porn important um, important yes mm-hmm. the fact that like the people that you're seeing on there actually hold relationships outside of the camera like we actually break bread together we actually eat dinner together we actually hang out and do outings and and do things together so creating these spaces um and people that we're like we're like you know hanging out with just one hair right now but like you know just (laughs) (laughs) 
but good. like you know, being able to be in a space to where someone comes over and says like, hey, hey, Madam Ken, you spank my booty. I need my butt spank. Like I'm, I need that right now. And then like go get a smoothie bowl afterwards. You know, being able to create space and like exactly versus just being like they come over and I'm like, and then they just go about their business and I don't even know who the fuck they are. Their real name. They they just call themselves Jolene. I don't fucking know. You know, (laughs) (laughs) like there's there's a difference in like how we how we conduct how we conduct ourselves and how we handle ourselves. Um that's kind of hot have- because like the I like having this backstory from the performers knowing that you guys are tight out uh, like behind the camera mm-hmm. that that's that like makes me a little like emotionally erect you know what i mean like Absolutely. It's so <laughs> it's so sweet yeah, because you can um, see the story there's a storyline within us yeah because you know what before when i was just like a teenager just rubbing my dick on anything with a pulse i would just like I don't even care. But as I've gotten older and wiser and my asshole has perfected the Kegel gorilla grip, I appreciate this whole, um, I guess, this intimate part of porn. You know, I, I like porn with a message. I like porn with some sort of story, some sort of realism to it. Not mm-hmm. so much like the dressed up, lights camera action makeup kind of stuff so i really enjoyed that and with that being said do you or does kinknick have a a goal a mission statement for how porn should be or what the future of adult entertainment should look like yeah um i think that that mission statement would state if kinknick had a voice uh, <laughs> um or kinknick media had a voice it would state that um, porn doesn't have to be what other people feel like it's supposed to be. It could be what it is that you feel like you want to be able to present to porn. What is it that you want to contribute and attribute to this industry? That's what we need. That's what we want. We want more of that. We want to see people actually living out um, their scenes, um, whether it's a scene of you playing with your ass and learning how to stretch your asshole. Like, and actually going through that training process, that is a form of porn. People want to see that shit, you know, and actually have that and actually being able to have that, um, that type of relatability or that just being able to establish that relationship with someone. Um, I, back in the day when I used to watch porn, um, I used to gravitate towards certain particular porn stars because I saw their growth. Now it would have been amazing to, to have seen them on Instagram and in like a in like Twitter and stuff, seeing them grow too as well. But of course, back, you know, back in the day we didn't have all of those outlets. So now we're in a, a day and age where we actually can uh, incorporate all of those within our our porn industry and our lifestyle, and you can see not just us fucking and you know being sexual, but you can also see us in a light of, um, like I said, just being human. <laughs> humanizing ourselves and being in this vanilla state of just enjoying life um, and, and what leads us to that. So like, you know, even if it is a scene that we, we've, um, that is scripted, um, there is uh, realities to that scene. There is relatability to that scene. And then there's, uh, we, like I said, we perform with ethics. So um, knowing that everybody's there within their rights and like within like their, their own um, autonomy um, and, and, and seeing that on screen, acted out on screen. And, and, and you can, you can definitely see that. 
Everybody's uh, mm, <laughs> so hot. Nothing is sexier than life because life fucks us all over. Um. <laughs> yes, and more black, more mm. black or queer. Thank you. Give <laughs> us that melanin. Give us that caramel. Ugh. I yes. just love the way like colorful clothes look on melanated skin. It's just so much prettier. It doesn't wash us out. <laughs> it highlights us. Like this is why I got my red <laughs> hair, my blue tank top. Oh, I'm feeling all of the skin and these curves. Uh, oh my god. But you know what I love more than these curves and the skin? I love you, Madam Carmen. You are such a beautiful soul. You are so fucking amazing. I can't get enough of you. The listeners can't get enough of you either. So please make like a butt and plug away anything you want our audience to find. Thank you so much. First and foremost, I thank you for having me. I know that we supposed to have did this like a couple of weeks ago, but I thank you. And I'm actually happy to have been here um, and have shared this space with you and your co-host back there, Dickie. Or Dick, I'm sorry, not Dickies. We haven't had the Dickies yet. Dickies um, for the little ones that he's going to make later. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, but you can definitely find me on all platforms at Madam Carmen 2, or you can go to MadamCarmen2.com and you can like book me. You can email me. You can find all of the platforms that, um, that we actually host um, all of our content on including my Instagrams and Twitters. There's a lot of them, including uh, Kink Nick and Kink Nick Medias too as well. So madamcarmen2.com. I love that. And I will put that all in the show notes. And once again, thank you, Madam Carmen, for joining me here on Sex Ed with Tim. And to all the listeners that have made it this far into this beautiful conversation, please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. And with that, I'm going to say good night. And thank you so much for listening. And I will see you at the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at Sex Ed with Tim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Even better, you can also support the show on Patreon, where you can get early access to ad-free episodes and more. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah!